welcome to the Your Life Nutrition Podcast. I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian, nutritionist, and mindful eating dietitian. Here on the podcast, we will be answering your questions all about nutrition and wellness while breaking down nutrition misinformation and giving you the truth that you can apply to your life. We will focus on changing your habits and your mindset to help you become a healthier version of yourself and a more mindful eater. Let's ditch the diets forever, find food freedom where you can eat pizza and ice cream all without the guilt, learn how to create balanced meals and snacks, and reach your health and nutrition goals. Let's do this. Hey, I'm Brittany Libertor, your registered dietitian nutritionist and mindful eating dietitian. Welcome back, Katie. Hey there, it's great to be back. It's so good. It's amazing to be back here and we are getting ready for Lent to be upon us. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to handle Lent without a disordered mindset. So Katie and I both grew up Catholic, um, so Lent was practiced in our families and, you know, going to church and school, um, you know, every year. And I know for myself, there was many years, I think, as I became like a teenager and through college where I really kind of approached Lent as a diet. (laughs) And it's really sad to say that I struggled with that. But I don't think that we're alone in feeling that way, of feeling like, oh, this is a fresh start. Kind of like, I mean, they joke that it's like the Catholics uh, chance at uh, another round of New Year's resolutions, you know, because Lent usually (laughs) falls, you know, in in February, sometimes early March, depending on how um, late Easter is. But really just, you know, thinking back Katie, can you tell us like how you used to approach Lent and like giving things up? Yeah, definitely. Well, I first want to say that I just am so grateful uh, to have this episode and think about um, and reflect, right? Just to look back at all those years because Brittany nailed it. Like we do look back at those years and you're like, oh my gosh, you can't believe I looked at it that way. Um, And so how I really viewed it for the longest time was like a big diet. I mean, And it's so funny because I don't view it that way anymore. And now I'm more of like, okay, let's reflect um, and let's really focus on the reason why we're doing this. And so a big trigger for me was just like giving up sweets, giving up um, things that I like to eat or giving up pop or pasta. Um, And to me, that was restrictive. And Mm -hmm. honestly, my mom to this day, she still will like give up like sweets or drinking, which like drinking is a good one. Honestly, I mean, I should probably give that up if we're being honest, but well, I, I don't know. Um, but it's so funny because I definitely, um, grew up with my mom always giving stuff up food wise, drink wise. And then my dad was always, he literally to this day, he always says, I don't give anything up. I don't believe in giving anything up. Instead, I reflect, I pray, and I focus on the reason why. So it was hysterical growing up in a household where I had two extreme opposites of uh, how mm-hmm. to handle Lynn. And so now um, having that kind of mentality of my mom's and my dad's, I do totally go with my dad's mentality now where I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, I'm not going to 
mess around with the giving sweets up or things like that, because I truly believe that if I did to this day, it would really make me want to have a binge again. Um, uh, yeah. And everybody's different, right? I mean, because restri- really what we know is restriction you is one of the reasons that binge eating can happen. So, and I just wanted to back up for just a second, because I feel like we really <laughs> dove into this episode without describing Lent. So there may be some listeners who aren't really familiar with this practice, but Lent is the 40 days leading up to Easter, which is when we celebrate Jesus's resurrection. And um, during those 40 days, it's a time of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So um, the fasting aspect and the giving things up is the whole idea of, you know, we are journeying through more of a, you know, period leading up to Easter where we're supposed to be sacrificing, where we're supposed to be reflecting on Jesus's choice to, um, you know, die for us and die for our sins. And, you know, it's definitely goes back to, yeah, everyone kind of has a different approach to prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. (laughs) Some people really go extreme with fasting and giving extra things up. um, Whereas other people focus more on the other aspects of like, prayer and almsgiving or, um, things like that. So anyway, Katie, what else did you have to share? Sorry, I cut you off. Oh no, you didn't cut me off. No, that's great. Um, yeah, I think it's just the whole topic is definitely, it's something that I think we probably don't think a lot of. I mean, well, obviously if you're not Catholic, you probably don't think of it, but, um, as a Catholic, I do think it's kind of like we, I feel like I have a little bit of guilt of like, um, oh my gosh, like I have to give something up, right? And, um, I don't think you should have to feel that way. Um, but if you do choose to give something up, I think just know it's okay to break it, um, would be my advice. Cause I always felt really like bad when I was little, if I broke it. <laughs> um, yeah. And that goes back yeah. to like that perfectionist mindset. Cause I know I used to struggle with that too. Like I used to give up, yes, sweets or, um, junk food or, <laughs> I mean, literally anything I felt like I had a hard time controlling myself around, I would say, well, I'm going to give that up, you know, and that is really not a great approach if you struggle with a disordered eating mindset or if you've struggled with an eating disorder. Um, You know, I think giving something up is okay as long as you do not have the intention of like dieting or having a disordered mindset around it. You know, if giving the thing up is not bringing you closer to God, then it's really missing the point. The point of fasting is to get rid of things that may distract you from God or I mean, generally speaking, fasting is supposed to be a time of like giving up earthly pleasures, which can be food and drink, Um, knowing that we need to rely on God as a source of our, our strength and our energy. So, you know, you can also, um, you know, break that if again... (laughs) that's not the encouragement. The encouragement is yes, to focus on your faith and to realize that like, you don't need those things to satisfy you. Like you don't need chocolate to satisfy you. You don't need alcohol to satisfy you. Again, that's the whole point. But again, it's all not about perfection either. You know, yeah, my birthday sometimes falls during Lent. So, you know, being able to say like, yeah, I am still going to enjoy my birthday even though it's during Lent, you know, maybe I'm not going to go as, you know, or like I'm thinking about in the past where I would be like, well, I'm going to have some cake, but I'm not going to have like as much as I maybe normally would or whatever. But 
it all goes back to, you know, if you're focusing on being super perfect at it and you're not focusing on it bringing you closer to God, then you're missing the point. And then you're treating Lent like a diet. So, you know, you can also choose to add something to your life um, or focus on spiritual growth instead. You know, that's another way to go about Lent. Lent can be that you're going to choose to make intentional connection with a person every day. You know, maybe you're going to um, express gratitude to someone important in your life every day, like a different person for 40 days. Um, you know, I my mom has actually practiced um, giving up a bag of clothing or, you know, things to donate every week or every day of the um, yeah. period. That's another like thing that. to like, another way to give up that isn't like food or drink. You could choose to fast. Another form of fasting could be from social media. It could be, I've heard another really good one that I'm kind of thinking about and praying about to do this year is fasting from complaining. <laughs> that's another one. So again, that's there's a, a lot one. of ways that you could fast. Um, it could be fasting. Maybe you're not going to completely fast from social media, but maybe you're going to fast from social media or technology like an hour or two before bedtime so that you can spend more time reading or reflecting in prayer or different things like that. So it doesn't have to be this like all or nothing extreme. Maybe you're choosing to kind of like meet in the middle. Maybe you're choosing, again, if it's kind of um, triggering for you, maybe you're choosing to focus on things that aren't food related, aren't drink related. Um, Again, if that is triggering for you. Um, Also, we know that um, women, children, um, and pregnant and nursing moms are exempt from fasting during um, all periods of the year, including Lent. So again, if you fall into one of those categories, it's just my caveat as a dietitian that you do not have to abide by this um, because it may not be healthy for you or your child. Um, But, you know, even this year, like I know I'm choosing to do a Lent devotional book um, with the girls in my Bible study group. We're going to discuss it each week. And again, that's another way that I'm choosing to kind of, I'm giving up my time to spend time in prayer, um, you know, as a way to deepen my faith and grow closer to God. That's the whole point behind Lent. So again, you know, when I think back to those times where I gave up sweets or whatever, like, I was doing that for my own efforts to potentially lose weight or like show control over food. It wasn't to grow closer in my relationship with God. So yeah, you can always I ask yourself agree. that question if you are thinking that maybe I'm going to give this up. It's like, well, am I doing it for the right reasons? I know. And honestly, when we talk about holiday binging and all that, um, and then when Easter would roll around, I, if I gave up food or something, then I would have like a binge because I hadn't had it yes. so long. Right. So, you restricted all 40 yeah. days of Lent. And then yeah. Easter is this free for all holiday that you are like making up for lost time from all those foods you <laughs> yeah. restricted on. And then we're not and again, focusing on the holiday. <laughs> Right, right. Then you're completely missing out on that all the holiday brings and all the joy that it brings because you were just left with feeling gross, feeling guilt and shame, and wishing you wouldn't have done that. But again, you kind of set yourself up to do that when you're going to restrict if you have a history of a disordered eating uh, behaviors and eating disorder. And so it's just really important to know yourself, know where you're at. If you feel like you're not really sure if you're in a place to fast, um, I highly recommend talking with a priest or a spiritual director of some kind just to get their thoughts. Um, 
and uh, to to know if that's the right approach for you. But like I said, there's so many things you can fast from. Fasting from complaining, fasting from swearing, if you struggle with that, um, you know, and maybe you're choosing to do like a random act of kindness every day. Maybe you're choosing to give up of your time to volunteer places. You know, there's so many things you can do during Lent that don't revolve around food. I agree. <laughs> awesome. I think that's all well, I can think of. Yes. Well, if you are practicing Lent and you took away something from this episode, please send us a message. You can uh, message us on Instagram. Um, the link's below and the show notes are there where you can contact us and let us know your thoughts. But uh, we hope you found this information to be helpful and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Do you struggle with figuring out what foods to eat and how to meal plan? Maybe it's stress or emotional eating, not feeling comfortable in your clothes, feeling overwhelmed with weight gain, or maybe you need to lower your blood pressure, blood sugar, or cholesterol. If you answered yes to any of those questions, I would love to help you. To learn more about working with me, either one-on-one or to join our private accountability group called the Goal Gutters Group, head to my website, www.yourlifenutrition.org. If you want to have a free discovery call to see if we'd be a good fit to work together, fill out the coaching application and I will contact you to set up our call and we can see which option would work best for you. On the Your Life Nutrition website, you will also find recipes, testimonials, and other blog posts that you might find helpful on your journey. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to follow along with more things Your Life Nutrition, you could check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Your Life Nutrition, where I love to post daily inspiration to help you become a healthier version of yourself.